Does Donald Trump have tiger blood? Why would Donald Trump not have tiger blood? All right, you ready? Ugh, the most amount ready, bro. I got that star fruit the kicking. <laughs> See, star fruit's great because it's not too sweet, you know? It like does not fruit. taste like starburst. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm 30 years old and I drink seltzer. Chocolate starfish. And hot dog flavored water. Have it all the time. And hot dog flavored water. Big fan of that hot dog flavored water. Sometimes when I can't fall asleep at night, I just want to, you know, forego the tea. You know, I'm a big Bigelow fan, but no no tea, and I got that nice hot dog flavored water. Ugh. You eat the star fruit, and then later it comes out of your star fruit. It's disgusting, and I love it. Good morning, and aloha, biscuitiers, and aluminum, Hawaii Standard Time. And you got it dialed into the one, the only, Maui's number two radio program. That's right, this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. God, I hate you. That's, <laughs> That's my uh, soon-to-be ex-co-host, Vince Foti. Vince Foti in the Biscuit Bunker today. It is still quarantine right outside. Biscuit is right here. We got the hot dog-flavored water. Ugh. We got the chocolate starfish. Gotta get the chocolate starfish. Because <laughs> the biscuit, biscuit is right, right here. here. You're on a gravy train with biscuit You're wheel. on a gravy train with biscuit wheels today, Chuck. Because you cannot have biscuits without the gravy. That's right, baby. I cannot give up on the gravy. Don't you got it dialed in at 88.5, K-A-K-U, K-A-K-U, the voice of Maui. Number two. Maui's number two radio show. And why would we not be Maui's number two radio show when we talk about things like cooking. Comedy. <laughs> watching stuff on TV. <laughs> Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. So basically all the best stuff in the world. No. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on the show, uh, our furious leader, Trumpy McTrump boy. A little bit of timeout, bro. He's he's on a timeout. <laughs> he's like one of us. We all pretty much should have been quarantining this whole time, but now he has to do it. Well, he has a lot of experience uh, hiding out in the bunker. That's cool. If I was the president, I would have the Victoria's Secret Service. I would love that. <laughs> no one would be shooting me. Oh, Chuck, how are you doing today? Mm. I got a question for you. <sighs> has it been plaguing you all morning? Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I am feeling supercalifragilisticexpialidocious on this very Wednesday. Today is not Today technically is, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's not technically <laughs> Wednesday, no. but you could be listening to this on a Wednesday. If you're listening to it as soon as it comes out, then it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, bro. We got one hell of a show for you today, man. We're going to finish today's episode up with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. That's when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. I am the smartest buffalo in the room. Mm. And if you want to stump the buffalo, give us a call at 808-873-3435. We, email we, won't, us. Answer. we won't answer the phone if you call us. But, but DJ Tony, Tony Two Tokes will listen to it ring just and also say, not pick it up. When he answers the phone, just say, I want my biscuits. <laughs> and the biscuits are right here. <laughs> and we're going to have the biscuits. We have to finish off the show with Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo because this is a nonprofit <sighs> educational radio program. We're contractually obligated to <laughs> provide some sort of informational stuff. Did you know you can't have a contract if the contract is illegal stuffs? <laughs> who knows? I've been uh, watching. Who knew? Did you know there's like nine TV shows about Sherlock Holmes out right now? And I was watching about one. watching Sherlock Holmes. No, about no. It's not about watching Sherlock. About <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Or his daughter. 
Because <laughs> is it like a like a a show where you just watch other people watch Sherlock Holmes? And they're like, what? This is just all red herrings. <laughs> There's Sherlock one with Lucy Holmes Liu. Is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for Cumberbatch. And it only makes common sense. <laughs> <laughs> where's all my Where's all my Benedict Cumberbatches? Uh, we divided today? the Benedict Cumberbatches up, baby. Uh, here's one. Today's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's dictionaries. Have no worries with Benedictionaries. Have you We're ever watched the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock? No, BBC never. series. It's It's pretty. And usually, it's I'm a good. big fan of BBC. I know you are, Chuck, but we're talking about Benedict Cumberbatch right now. Oh, all right. Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. That's what BBC stands for. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, by the way, while we're at the top. (laughs) Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. Beautiful Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm always watching those beautiful Benedict Cumberbatch's videos. Big black Cumberbatch. Oh, Lordy. Coming up Um, on the show, we got a little bit of conspiracy cookbook. Set your oven to 420 and grab the tinfoil. We got a lot today because today's the Trump COVID special. Oh, baby, Trump COVID special 2020, year of the biscuit. But uh, I do have a correction. Uh, Of of course we do. I do have a correction at the top of the show. Now, Uh, for those of you just tuning into KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui, a lot of radio shows don't have the chutzpah that Biscuits and Gravy have. A lot of radio shows on the radio, they're not as good as we are, so they're always getting canceled. And every time a show gets canceled, we, being the amoeba that we are, absorb their budget. And last week, we got, not again, another intern, and these pesky interns, Vincent Fody, you're not going to believe what they do. They fact check? They fact check our show! It's Uh, unbelievable, it's un-American! It is nice to be able to afford fact checkers, though. Yep. Because you know we don't want to we don't want to dispel and disseminate today's, wrong inf- information. Today's we would never do that on the biscuits and gravy. No, show. not at all. We would never have wild speculation about lizard people ruining the world. <laughs> uh, I just want to remind our listeners that uh, the biscuits and gravy show and uh, <laughs> this segment especially is presented in part by an endowment from Jackie Gleason's Creasons. The best in celebrity dry cleaning since 1955. Jackie Gleason's Creasons. His prices will send you straight to the moon, domestic abuse. And corrections are also made available by a largesse from Chris Hemsworth's discount tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? That's right. We'll hammer the competition, Chuck. (laughs) Oh, good to know. So what kind of lame correction do we have for us this week? Oh, it turns out uh, Paula Deen's Slave Gravy is off the market. Oh, no! We were talking about how delicious Paula Deen's Slave Gravy is. They took it off the shelves. Oh, man. But they do have a replacement, Paula Deen's Slave Gravy Light, with (laughs) three-fifths of calories. So we got that going for us. I did like Paula Deen's Slave Gravy. I, no. I got to say, I don't approve of the name, but I did. <sighs> did I approve did, of the gravy. I didn't approve of the gravy. It was rich. It was rich. It was, it was white. thick, and it was white. <laughs> it was white. Paula Deen's Slave Gravy. No longer available. No longer available, In man. In stores. I'm waiting for the uh, KFC uh, log to get released again. Oh. Which, of course, <laughs> not what happens to me the morning after eating KFC. That's, But, yeah. in fact, the KFC The day after seasonal, you eat KFC, yeah. you release the KFC yeah. log. Right and then I save the them and I build a little house you know who's in my gonna, backyard. You know who's going to love that joke? Friend of the show, Corky Gardner. Oh, yeah. She loves her poop jokes. She also loves gravy. You're on a gravy train with biscuit <laughs> wheels. Well, we got one um, heck of a big conspiracy cookbook to do today. Before we get into 
everything that we're about to get Oh, we into. got Comedy Corner, bro? Yeah, can we do a quick Comedy Corner? Let's get into it, bro. Uh, I just want to say that it's Chino LaForge's birthday coming up soon. Friend of the show, Chino LaForge. Friend of the show, father of Power Up Comedy, Maui's local comedy scene. Comedian extraordinaire. Chino LaForge. Professional comedian. Chino, Chino Laugh Orgy. Yeah. Uh, open for Ari Shafir. Chino. Ari Shafir was here. Uh, he His birthday just happened. He did that Hannibal Burris show with us. Right, exactly. He 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 and Trish set up and ran that entire yeah. show. So kudos to that. Um, his birthday is coinciding around the time that we're also having the uh, the second or third vibe show. Yeah, there's another vibe show, and that's going to be on Thursday. October eighth. It's uh Thursday, October eighth. Yep. And hold on, I have the information right here. <laughs> uh, it's going to be uh friend of the show Ted Anderson is going to be there. A beat professional beatboxer and champion beatboxer Ping Pong Po. Ping Pong Po is going to be there. I'm doing a feature, and then Papa Bear Chino is going to be doing, I don't know, probably like 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> so that's, yeah, Thursday the 8th, October 8th. It's going to be $10. You can get your... You can get tickets on Eventbrite, and you can you can pre buy presale tables also. Oh, she hit. So if you want to buy a whole table, you can do that. Yeah, that's gonna be Thursday eight o'clock. I'm looking forward nice. to that. That of course is at. We tried to get it in the smallest venue possible. Clearly, because uh, of COVID. To avoid COVID, so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be a vibe. Vibe right there in, in the, the triangle. triangle. Are the you excited? Cleanliest part of Maui. So happy birthday to Chino. A little bit of comedy corner. Do you know what I was doing this week a year ago, Vincent Fodi? What's that, Chuck? I was opening up for Todd Barry. Oh, wow. Was that a year a ago? A year ago. Wow. They flew me to Oahu, and I got to open up at the Blue Note. Nice. And then I got to hang out with Todd Barry on Maui. He is a very frugal individual and doesn't want to <laughs> get a rent-a-car. So he uh, had, you drive him had me drive him around. Isn't was- that what happens in the, the Louis episode with Todd Barry? Yeah. Where he... <laughs> This is he's very true to life. Where he just <laughs> he just took like a Greyhound bus from New York to the to the place he was supposed to be at and then he had the the guy running the show pick him up from the bus yep. depot. He could have paid 8 more dollars to go exactly where he was going, but he wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> or pay to take a cab or something. Nope. Not the Mr. Barry. Good old Todd Barry. But great and then, guy. And then he came and he played here on Maui. Yeah, and at you, the Historic you Pro Arts Theater. Show I Pro did. Arts. I did. And uh, you got to open for him. I got to open for him. You did. And Friend you were really show. good. And he I, liked you. I love Todd Barry. And that was just a dream come true to be able to open for a comedy legend like I Todd know. Barry. Not only do we get to live in Maui, which is Maui no Koi, just saying we're the best. Yeah, it is paradise. If only we were the best radio show instead of those darn communists. Trance and Mackie, those Russian spies. They hypnotize their audience. That's why it's Trance and Mackie. Oh, the Lord. So I don't think that really counts. We also know that when they did the voting, there was a little bit of inaccuracies going on. We know that there there was... (laughs) Somebody did hack into the Biscuits and Gravy's email address and released all of our emails right before... (laughs) So we think that the Russians might have been involved in the voting for Maui's favorite radio station slash program. But maybe maybe uh, now that people are more aware of all the disinformation that's being spread about biscuits and gravy and people are more aware people of how are getting Russians aware in general of all the disinformation that comes out of there. And that's why you have to trust news sources like the Biscuits and Gravy Show, okay? All I can we say is we are not the lamestream media. Trans and right? Mackie 
we're colluding with the Russians. I'm not on the Russian, okay? I'm not getting money from the Russians, okay? I'm not getting ru- money from uh, from Viacom or the Coke Koch brothers, okay? <laughs> the Coke brothers? The Coke brothers. One of them pronounces it Coke and the other one pronounces it Koch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so we should talk about the elephant in the room yes the moment that we've all been waiting for uh, you know it bro trump we just found out this week has covid wrong <laughs> <laughs> wrong it only makes common sense yeah so like i mean here's the thing though to play devil's advocate here how did he not get covid already i don't know it it does seem like he should have already had it because or he I think is it really as contagious as they say it is? I think, uh, well, they they would probably had him isolate it, but it seems like as soon as one member of his entourage got it, it was all down. It it's was all over. It I was like, all over. Entourage is is that exactly? I would like and to we, see HBO do a really <laughs> terrible version of the Trump. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. Was as soon as one person had it, Hope Hicks had it. And, Hicks, bro, and now. Every Republican has it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Governor Chris Christie has it. Yeah, well, he, he tested positive. Conway has it. He knew that Conway's he had it. Conway's daughter has did it. He know that he had it. spiteful. <laughs> did, he, did he know that he had it before the debate? It's tough to know what he knows. But after he found out, we know that he didn't contact the Biden campaign. So he, no. didn't, he didn't make a... <laughs> they also... <laughs> the FCC offered to do trace programs for them to trace the virus and they were like no thanks yeah we're like mm, better better let this one untouched <laughs> schrodinger's box some over rocks here. we don't, don't want to turn yeah. over uh, but yeah it seems like as soon as hope hicks got it then <laughs> everybody in the trump campaign and therefore every republican got it because yeah. hope hicks we're like dope hicks there was one republican who got it and then he dumbs. and then he went to like a fundraising campaign he knew that he, he, had, knew that it. he had it and he knowingly went to a fundraiser and now a bunch of people from there have it oh my uh, god it. chris christie got it was how was was chris christie even around Trump? no he just was picking bubblegum up from the side <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh Guys, this looks nice until this whole covid Andy. thing is over don't, don't just eat bubblegum on the side of the road. Don't smoke other people's cigarettes out of ashtrays, even if you're out of cigarettes. Let's say you have seven cigarettes in an ashtray, <laughs> and it takes two and a half cigarettes to make a, a cigarette. And if you how s- many cigarettes do you have? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so now every single Republican has COVID. Well, that's it seems like an overstatement. It's pretty crazy. Also, Trump, after he tested positive, he went to he went to a fundraiser and um what, Wait, I, and, what? and it was uh what what kind of way do you think they were serving the food? It was it was buffet style. Oh <laughs> went, my god! Trump went to a buffet with COVID, <laughs> and so now it's a COVID buffet. A, Whoa! A virtual a virtual that's a that's a a covefe. Ooh, I like that one. It's a COVID covfefe. A COVID covfefe. I like it. (laughs) I like it a lot. Mm. Uh, You think if he had bird flu, he'd tweet even more? (laughs) (laughs) So so I was was very excited when you called me because when you called me and told me that Trump had COVID, I thought you were joking. 
I pulled over to the side of the road in the middle of like the sugarcane fields. I was like, who's texting me? <laughs> and I never get news alerts unless porn stars die because I'm a true blooded American. Right. And of course, I got a news alert. All my, well, that... all my Google news alerts are for like KFC fire logs. Yeah. And like lizard <laughs> people and, you know, porn stars die, you know? Right. But which, although which, I didn't if sign you have up a news for alert it, for porn stars, Trump does show up in some of those. Quite a bit. I actually got two this week. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so you found out that Trump had COVID, and I made the phone calls, baby. I went down the list of favorites. Yeah, that was that was quite an exciting moment because because when you called me, I got excited because of how much uh, I felt empathy for Donald Trump. Of and, co- yes, and I because he's our president. I got very excited are... because I couldn't wait to wish him well. Yes, I I I treat uh... Trump the same way that Trump feels about Jelaine Maxwell is that yes I, I wish him well I wish him well <laughs> I'm sure he's a great guy he's he's a great guy I've met and him I, many I times hope he gets through and this I've, <laughs> I, I have met him well. though Trump's a good friend of the show he is a know? good friend of the show and, and it just you know, goes to, you may di- you may not like me as a person okay but you can listen to the show and yeah. have a good time right just like Trumpy Bear just like I can just like the the converse is true where I can like <laughs> Trump as a person but not really approve of uh, of everything that he does. Yes. Except fighting lizard people and big aliens. Big fan of that. I'm a big fan of Space Force so mm-hmm. he can fight aliens and, and yeah, lizard and people. And porn stars. Who okay we now it. know are probably on Venus. We've because talked about we that before. We'll HP, talk about it again. H.P. Lovecraft talked about that the fact that there was lizard people on Venus. And then just within the last month, what did we find out? That there's evidence of life on Venus. Yep. Coincidence? I don't I think, think so. I think not. I think not, Chuck. Oh, my God. So that was our COVID corner. <laughs> well, I was just, I'm also, just, you know, wash your hands. I do, I do hope that everything works out for for Trump. And uh, mm. I mean, it, it Cause, may because we don't want Pence becoming president. We don't want Pence. I don't want Pence president even for like a month. That's. <laughs> I don't even want him acting president because if Trump, if Pence, Pence was president for even like a day. It's Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, we're, we, I know. We all have to flee to Canada. <laughs> hey, I think we'll be, I think we're safe here on Maui. I feel like we're we're look we're at, like insulated look from at a lot Iran of drama. Before the seventies, they it looked like Brooklyn, and then Iran after the seventies. Well, that's what happens gonna, when you have a theocracy. So yeah. maybe we shouldn't run America as a theocracy, hmm. which would also mean not appointing evangelicals to the Supreme Court. But that's a Story for another time. Also, she like lived in like a group home with extremist Christians for a while, and like footed the bill. <laughs> Who the Supreme Court? Chief? Yeah, the one that just nominated. Ugh. Also, why can't they just nominate somebody? They're always like, I, not that I watch sports a lot or anything, but they'll be like, oh, Chuck Thompson, football player, or whatever, and like Chuck Thompson, number two, football player. His brother died in a car crash, and he was adopted growing up. It's like, dude, why do you gotta say that? <laughs> And then with the Supreme Court justice, they're like, she has seven kids. One's autistic and two are Haitian. Mm, sounds like, like Sarah Palin. Sounds like she should, I don't know, spend a lot of time at home with her family <laughs> and maybe not get a job where you work 100 hours a week and say that Led Zeppelin didn't steal songs from people. Maybe stay I don't know. home and Also, did you hear about that? Led kids. Zeppelin in the news this week. They, they won their... Also, this is what goes to the Supreme Court. Like we're 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 currently like taking away rights of women and gays right now, but whether Stairway to Heaven stole from like another lame band, that's what's getting on SCOTUS right now. Come on, people! We gotta fight the power here. We don't care. I mean, I like Led Zeppelin. I do. 
maybe, maybe I would take the escalator to heaven, perhaps. Maybe uh, that that new Supreme Court justice thought it was an actual stairway to heaven. Mm. She's like, I want to find out about this. Yeah, because we should make that because church and state more. more I want to get to heaven. It's like in South Park where they have the episode where they build the ladder to heaven. <laughs> it's a competition. Today's show is presented <laughs> in part by Stephen Tyler's hand carved arrows. When you need quality arrows, trust. In Aerosmith. And also by Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Guaranteed to get the red out, you'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Now, Chuck. And listeners like you. The fact that Trump <laughs> got COVID-19 is, I mean, we're not going to lie, it's pretty hilarious. It's a, it's a smidge on the justified it's, side. It's somewhat humorous and, in retrospect, seemed inevitable. <laughs> and it, it's also humorously ironic because he played down and denied the fact that it existed and its severity, it and then he ended up getting it. it he is, thought, he like, said it was two, a hoax. People it was think like, it's a hoax. It was like two days after he made fun of Joe Biden for wearing a mask on national TV. Yep, and four years to the date where he made fun of crooked Hillary for having pneumonia. For getting pneumonia on the campaign trail. Also, you ever had pneumonia? It sucks, dude. Having pneumonia does suck, does, especially when you're even, on the campaign. They don't even give you any good drugs for it either. But you Walking know, pneumonia? I don't even walk normally. <laughs> God help you if you have jogging pneumonia. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. Now, just just because Trump getting COVID is hilarious doesn't mean that this whole situation isn't a serious ordeal. And also, we have to we have to question everything that's going on around us. We know that the way the media portrays everything and what the government tells us isn't usually exactly what's going on. Are you telling that the media and or government would have agendas? <laughs> I would think so. Uh, so, I Like think Agenda 21, New should, World Order, look it up, people! We should do something right at the top of the show while we're still while we're talking about Donald Trump, and we should do a little conspiracy cookbook so because we're this, gonna forego this is such big news. That Morningwood this week. When everybody found out that Trump got COVID, this was such a huge news story that... Everybody was arguing about what the truth really was. So there's kind of conspiracies on both sides. We got you got your QAnons and your LGBT QAnons. So people like so you want to go over some of the conspiracies around this whole COVID incident? Yeah, and I just want to thank our listeners for tuning into KAKU. KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Bodie. And today the gravy train is doing figure eights. We are not gonna dive into morning wood first. We're going to set our ovens to 420, grab the tinfoil hats. Grab the tinfoil hats. And dive right on into the thickest gravy of them all here, folks. It's Conspiracy Cookbook. It's Conspiracy Cookbook. Trump COVID edition. Trump COVID edition. 2020. 2020. Year of the biscuit. <laughs> year of the biscuit. So, of course, people have lots of interesting takes on this whole thing going on. A lot on. of hot takes going on here, Vincent Foti. Uh, now, people... That are on the QAnon side. That's the the radical, low information Republican. There's voters. nothing radical about thinking that Trump is only becoming a president to save the world from lizard people. There's nothing radical about. Nothing that. radical about now, that, bro. Now, what people like QAnon are saying is that maybe Trump intentionally infected himself with the virus to force science, because you know that the the president is always getting the best medical treatment. And the, Perhaps. the cutting-edge scientific treatment. Uh-huh. So some people are saying— I've seen it in Last King of Scotland. Maybe he gave it to himself to force the scientists and the, mel- and the medical industry to come up with a cure, therefore coming up with, with a cure for everybody. 
I had an ear infection growing up, and my parents told me to listen to the cure. Listen to the cure. Uh, it's he, possible that our first leader is doing that, you know? Okay. It's now, also possible it's that also, he wasn't wearing a mask and he's surrounded by a bunch of dum-dums. It's also possible. Now, here's another thing that COVID doesn't actually exist. And uh, the Democrats the Democrats infected Donald Trump with some sort of flu. It's just like the, the flu, Vincent at the debate. Now, is it just a coincidence that as soon as he was around Joe Biden... Then it turns out that he was infected with a mysterious disease. I'm imagining some sort of Mission Impossible 1 scenario where someone is dropping in from the ceiling and, like, spritzing COVID on his microphone and then popping back and up like a little bit of back spider. Up. Yeah. Now, is it, yeah. Is, it's also possible that it was Joe Biden himself. Well, hmm. Maybe, maybe Joe Biden now, already know, had COVID, didn't tell anybody about thing, it, if, and now he's an asymptomatic carrier, and he got close to Trump just enough to spread the disease to him. Now, some people are saying, this is just I'm, this is just what I'm hearing, and I'm relating to you, Vincent Foti, okay? I'm hearing a lot so, of things. So, I'm hearing a lot of things, and this is not wild speculation that I'm just thinking up at the top of my head, okay, Vincent Foti? Now, what, what people are telling me is that the new vaccine for COVID might actually be in uh, low doses of right, a vaccine is low doses of it, right? Right. All right, and then your body learns how to infect it. So it's possible that all you know that Biden like sniff hair of like a lot of little kids and stuff. Right. It's possible that all that hair got stuck in his nose and acted as a filter, and he was able to sniff COVID, but get it in small increments that where he himself may become the vaccine and a super carrier at the same time. Yeah, well, also, maybe because a lot of kids aren't really at risk for getting COVID because of their immunity. Maybe from in, from smelling all... I thought kids weren't maybe getting from, COVID because COVID only lived four and a half feet off the ground. Maybe from sniffing all those kids, he somehow imbibed himself with some sort of immunity to the COVID virus. Now, of course, being a demon crap that he is, it's just more likely that he's... A lizard person, and he's sucking out the blood of little people, and that's how he's he's immune to it. It's also possible that the cabal gave it to Trump. It is possible because we all know that Trump's, to, Trump's not a part of the cabal. Trump has told us many times that COVID is not that dangerous. If it's not that contagious, and now everybody in his cabinet and everybody on his campaign Man, has I'm it, I'm catching Trump fever. Maybe it's possible that there's something a little bit more malicious at work. Maybe hmm. the the cabal who are looking at trying to get rid of Trump because he's fighting all those pedophiles. Yep. Maybe it's possible actively fighting all those <laughs> pedophiles. Yeah. But maybe the cabal gave it to Trump on purpose to try to to try to make him look foolish <laughs> or to or to just get him off the campaign trail to hurt his chances. And Cabal is just lab AC backwards. So you know that they're growing something in there. Right. Of course. Especially something that's in an air-conditioned lab. Now, let's... This is not wild speculation that we're just putting on the air. No, this people. is something... These are just that, things that we're hearing. These are things that, that we're hearing that some people are saying. Yeah. Not necessarily credible people, but they're no, saying it. No, we're just asking the questions here. All right, so that's that's the that's the QAnon side of it, all right? <laughs> now, we have want, many other things to talk about here. Now, do you want to hear the LGBT QAnon side of it? Clearly. All right, so this is the, the liberal conspiracies. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. For every QAnon, of course, there's going to be LGBT QAnon. <laughs> so what the LGBT QAnons are saying Yin is... Yin and yang <laughs> here, people. They're saying that Trump uh, gave it to himself. Yes! And then he's going to cure himself with the hydroxychloroquine. Clearly. And then he's going to use himself as a before and after... 
to to sell all the hydroxychloroquine. Now to he people. doesn't even need to do that though. He could just say that he has COVID, hide for two weeks, and be like, whatever. Well, I mean, this Tom, is a, this is Tom another Hanks thing. had COVID in quarantine and no one cared. Right, and nobody really noticed. Yeah. Um, now this is this is another thing is that uh, that the LGBTQ anons are saying is that it's possible that Trump didn't actually have COVID because that is what we're hearing. If he said that he got it and then he recovered. Then he could say, look, I was I was right. I was at risk for it. I'm old. I'm out of shape. If I can beat COVID, anybody can beat COVID. I beat it in a week. It's not that bad. Uh, it makes you wonder, though, man. I mean, not for nothing. It's and like so if it, it really that, is That would contagious. help reinforce his downplaying of the severity of the situation. I don't know. I don't think the verdict's out on it yet. Also, some people were saying that he did it to so he could quarantine and get away from everybody to avoid all the bad press because we know that Trump was having kind of a rough week. Oh, it's not just bad press though. I mean, some people are saying that he, he t- gave the COVID to himself because, you know, Oh, so for, he did give it to himself, but he, only as an excuse to as not like not have to go against Biden. To not have to go against Biden in the next debate. Lizard we, people are slippery, man. It's tough to go against him. Crooked Hillary was only a shape-shifting demonoid lizard person, okay? Now, we know that Trump, Biden may be worse. We don't know. We know that Trump was having a pretty bad week, okay? First, he, uh, he had a meltdown at the debate. Uh, he also he also refused to condemn... What do you mean by meltdown? <laughs> you can't condemn... He ain't no Scotty Pippen, you, bro. You can't condemn a group of people when that group of people is most of your base. It's true. So it was a smart move for Trump not to condemn white nationalists because there's so many white nationalists that love just, Trump. That just love Trump, and so you can't you can't condemn your base. I'm just saying. Now a lot of my Republicans friends say, "What are you talking about? He totally condemned them. What did he say? He said, stand down. He said stand down. And, and then and they stand seem by. to have tuned out of the next 15 seconds after it. Okay, so let's let's overlook the whole refusing to condemn Nazis during the debate. It's not not proud boys. He he they also they're proud about. He also <laughs> okay. Well, now proud boys just means gay boys. Uh, which did, I which I love. See that? They took, oh my lordy! They, they took over the hashtag, so now proud boys are just gay boys. Um, I love it. So you you know what? It's okay to be proud. It's okay to be proud. That, I support that pride. Uh, what else happened to Trump this week? He he also he also kind of seemed to have a meltdown at the debate because he was just like talking over everybody and and people. Even Joe Biden told him to shut the hell shut up. Shut up, man! He told him to shut up uh, during the debate, and people were so outraged at Trump's performance that they they're going to start muting mics next time. Because well, he does talk <laughs> like you know, like when you go into like a grocery store. And someone is like asking for money, and they're like, "Hey, man, there's there's DSL underneath the train station, and if we don't get to them, like the whole it's Nixon and Reagan, and you, and and you're like, what are you talking about? Like the question but was, but I will buy you a Monster Energy drink. The question was, how are you going to fix the economy? <laughs> and he's talking about helicopters and and uh, black forty helicopters, and black helicopters. Why do they gotta be black helicopters, Chuck? Well, black uh, helicopters are the the ones that are getting you down. Also, you down. was it Melania Trump said something about how she doesn't care about Christmas? Oh, lordy, <laughs> don't even don't you can't say that. And if it's one thing that that, that your evangelical, God, I really just don't want Pence to be president. If it's one thing that your white Christian base won't stand for, it's <laughs> it's your uh, mail order bride talking <laughs> talking poorly about which is Christmas, funny because he wants to shut Jesus. down the mail service. Which, 
How's Trump going to get married again? <laughs> How's he going to find his future brides if we shut down the mail? Could you imagine that Trump just like listened to the Postal Service, like the 90s band, and was like, oh, we got to shut this down. I can't be having this anymore. I think Melania came through FedEx anyway, right? I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's, well, it's not UPS. I'll tell you that much. It wasn't, I don't know if, if Melania came through the USPS. I think she came through FedEx. It would probably have to be a FedEx. Yeah. Yeah. That's after you divorce your mail order bride, she's your FedEx. <laughs> uh, oh my god what a slew of trump conspiracies this week man. oh and this was this was after we found out that no we gave trump a lot of a lot of people on the left side gave trump a hard time saying that he paid no taxes but we did find out that he paid 750 dollars in taxes wow and you know what truck that ain't nothing that's almost as much as i paid in taxes that's not nothing it's something. So when they, when everybody was on Trump's case saying he didn't pay any taxes, you were wrong. Wrong. He did pay $750 in taxes. You know, though, I think that is a prime example, though, of everyone focusing on the wrong thing. Like with Obama, they were focusing on whether he was a Muslim or not, or whether he was born in Kenya or not. And you're not focusing on like real, like if you wanted to hate Obama, you could be like, ah, you're droning a lot of children and you're drilling in Alaska a lot. But I'm saying this; these are all these are all red herrings. It's always like hate Hillary because of the emails, hate Hillary because of Obama, because uh, of Benghazi, right? Hate Trump because of porn stars. Hate Trump because of taxes. No, we're we're really overlooking real reasons to hate these people. Our politicians are dirtbags. Okay, it doesn't matter what side of the party they're on; they all suck. America is not a beacon of light for democracy. We're an oligarchy that bombs brown children and ruins Alaska to get more oil and then puts mm. other restrictions Are on top of- Are we an oligarchy? I always consider this as more of a kleptocracy. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> okay. Maybe a plutocracy? Okay. Look it up, folks. Look it up, folks. We're uh, we're somewhere, somewhere in that area. Yeah. I mean, some could say we're a constitutional republic. Right. Because the people we're voting for are making good decisions for us. Listen, everybody, if you want to change the world, don't change your Instagram handle to something out of respect. I mean, do that. You know what I mean? But don't do that. Don't just put a, a rainbow bumper sticker on your car. Actually love other people, okay? We all want to get upset. Every eight years, we get to switch sides and be mad or happy at the president. But if you want to change the world, get involved in local politics, man. Volunteer. Create a nonprofit. Work at a nonprofit. Like, you know what, out, you know what they say. Actually, do All something. politics are local, Chuck. Yeah. All politics are local. That's how, by making a change on the smallest level, that's how you make the real change. The, America should be like shots. Bottoms up, baby. And you know the what? power should come from the bottom. Are you a power bottom, Vince Foti? I am. And you know what? You shouldn't just love thy neighbor. You should also love thyself. Which just brings us to the next section of the Biscuits and Gravy Show today. Morningwood with Vince Foti. Morningwood has been brought to us by Don Couch's South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Don't sleep on the couch, Chuck. Don't sleep on the couch, Vince. Don't sleep on the casting couch, especially. <laughs> 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 Morningwood is presented part Morningwood by is always right around the corner on the casting couch. Lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Paul Reiser's Yeast makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. And also Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you need Sinise's. <laughs> and of course by Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. When you want to get to Hoppin, get, get Hopkins. Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. Ugh. So, do you have anything for Morningwood this I, week? I do. I just I feel a little verklempt yeah. right now. Okay. I get a little worked up when we talk about lizard people, Hold bro. On. Talk amongst yourselves. 
You ha you're wearing a shirt that features both lizard and people. That's <laughs> right, my Rugrats shirt, bro. I love that. <laughs> I love that Rugrats is shirt. Re Reptar's a, a lizard, right? Yep, but he's not a shape-shifting demonoid like Hillary Clinton. Mm. Now, morning. Amen. Was, morning. For those of you who don't listen to the Biscuits and Gravy Show religiously, welcome out from under the rock. I don't understand Maui's, you. We are Maui's number two radio program. For Possibly a reason. Maui's number two radio program in the world. We are possibly also the number one Maui-based conspiracy theory podcast. In the world. In the, in the world. <laughs> we are comedians, Chuck Sauce, and Vincent Fody, but we are also intellectual futurists. We don't talk about things that are important now. We are going to talk about the real things that are going to be super important in intellectual the future. Intellectual futurists. Like and that, that's like why the we Asian are guy who's in all his documentaries. Do you ever watch those physics documentaries? And yeah, it's always this, the one Asian guy... Who they? Who's in every one of those documentaries? Mm -hmm. I think he just has like a residency at the Discovery Channel. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Yeah, yeah, I'm a. Oh my god, I'm a butcher. If you've so ever, offensive. if you've ever seen any like documentary about science, you've seen him. He's he's in it. You know it. So can I get really flustered about before we dive into Morningwood? Okay. The porn news that we all want to hear. Uh, all right. Uh, I've been watching a lot of murder mystery stuff with my girlfriend. Okay. Clearly. And Informative murder porn. They interview people who are like specialists about it. And sometimes you watch TV and you're like, is this guy really a specialist? <laughs> and so it turns out that a lot of the same people that are specialists, like specialists on ancient aliens are also specialists on the Summer of Sam murder miniseries. <laughs> I'm like, where do I know this guy Well, it guy doesn't from? say what they're a specialist in. It just says that they're a specialist. Yeah. So I love it. Now, again, going into being futurist. By the way, can we talk more about, about like, murder d documentaries and stuff like that? Like, true crime. Watching a lot of true crime stuff. Dude. And, look, look, let me Turns just. Turns out cops are not good at their jobs. Let me just tell you this, Chuck. Okay. If. If there, if you're ever, if somebody tangentially connected to you ever gets murdered, tangentially, the way that satellites are <laughs> are tangentially orbiting Earth. Yes, exactly. If somebody gets murdered by a satellite, <laughs> my, my satellite. If somebody in your orbit gets murdered by the Dave Matthews Band song, <laughs> by the Dave Matthews Band, um, and they they make a true crime documentary about the murder. Yeah, don't if they get ask, interviewed, if dude. They, no, no. If they ask you to be in the documentary, definitely. Agree to be in a documentary. 100% agree to be in a documentary. Because oh, yeah. What's the new one that just came because out on, like, uh, on the Netflix? Because it's a remake of the 90s one. Oh, I uh, don't know. It's, unex it's like unex Unsolved. Oh, yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved they, Mysteries. They rebooted Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. So anytime you're watching Unsolved Mysteries or something like that, they'll be like, the last person that saw him alive was Chuck. And, and it's going to be And then, a, and then a down at the bottom it says, Chuck... Chuck declined to be interviewed, and then everybody who watches that goes, "Oh, that was Chuck." Oh, so it Chuck Thompson. Chuck and they never use like flattering photos of this, me. If you if you have nothing to hide, why wouldn't you be in the documentary? It's always the people that decline to be interviewed that you're like, "Oh, that guy did it." No, 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 no. Even I've, if you I've didn't do it, these true climb ones. And even if you didn't totally do it, did it, people are gonna assume that you did it. So you might as well just be famous. Now you're walking down the street and people are like, "Hey, aren't you that guy that killed his wife?" You're like, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> I mean, I didn't do it, but yeah. But if I did, this is how. <laughs> <laughs> if I did it. The name of the book was If I Did It. If okay. I Did It. Morningwood is presented in a part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Leaky Umbrella. Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. And also by Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Make every letter a scarlet letter. 
and listeners like you. When they released O.J. Simpson's book, If I Did It, they took the they they changed the cover art so that the word "if" was like super small. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so what do you want to uh, talk about for Morningwood this week, Jack? So I just want to remind our listeners that it's really important to talk about pornography <laughs> in your daily life, okay? Whether you're in your car, you're Cro- at home you're crocheting, crocheting in your, your bathtub, bathtub, or you're at work. You got a job, bro? Good for you. You got jobs? Mm. Uh. That's, why, that's why I like to meet men at the Home Depot, because that means they got a home. <laughs> 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 or they're day laborers. <laughs> well, either way, he's either got a job or a house. Oh, I like it, dude. I like Home Depot. They're really helpful. They're like, go to Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> That's an aisle 39. There is no aisle 39. Yeah, yeah at, at Lowe's. Yeah, at Lowe's. At Lowe's. L- Lowe's aisle 39. Yeah. It was a guy was like, people at Ace Hardware ask me for help, and I don't even work there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe you should stop wearing vests in public. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in Home it, Depot, it also and I saw it. someone wearing a vest, and I was like, do you know where the rosemary is? And then they didn't answer me, and I was like, do you work here? And they said, not even a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, what? All right, that was Morningwood. Mor- we actually <laughs> talked about wood for Morningwood. This never happens. Morningwood was brought to us by Nick Nolte, It's Bad For You, and also by Tim Allen's Wrenches. <laughs> Because Morningwood was all about tools and shopping at Lowe's this week. Yes, clearly. Not about porn stars or porn stars. No porn stars dying. Tim the- Allen's wrench is great for turning state's, state's evidence. evidence. All right. Here's I'm good with You want to hear what I have for Morningwood? <laughs> yes, <sure>. Just <laughs> uh Lana Rhodes appeared on a podcast <sighs> called Call Her Daddy. Ooh. There's a, I think the, That's the, a nice podcast. There's a, there's a podcast called Call Her Daddy. They talk about sex and porn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're not the only podcast that talks about porn. Yep. Uh, and so we're just the best podcast. I am a huge porn. Lana Rhodes fan. That's why I was very excited huge. to find out that Lana Rhodes appeared on a podcast and she talked about her whole life and yep. she actually spent time in jail. No. Turns way. out when she was younger, she got mixed in with the wrong crowd. Wow. And, before uh, porn, she made some. <laughs> it sounds like before she became a porn star, she made some poor life choices. The roads is paved <laughs> with good intentions. <laughs> Who would have thought that making poor? Uh, but then she got out of prison, and of course, she, and she got her life straightened out. Yep, she got that then, olive branch, and then she became a porn star. Mm-hmm. So, how bad does your life have to be where being a porn star is getting your act together? I mean, let's not shame sex workers, bro. Hey, I mean, she... And if you want to be a porn star, give us a call at 808-873-3435. Again, the number is 808-873-3435. Chuck and Aspiring I will be porn conducting stars. interviews. Or you can uh, send us photos at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com That's... or visit my totally real website, biscuitwars.com. Biscuitwars.com. We still have the domain for we it. We do. Uh, and if you want to give me some of your domain, give us a call. Also, at 808. I do actually have a a Google alert. I got it. Did you get a bunch of Google alerts for I got porn a, star news I got this a, week too? I got Google alerts for KFC fire logs. Oh, nice! So it's almost that time of year again, guys. So be on the lookout because every time KFC fire log gets released, something happens and they end up selling out of them super fast. So make sure this year you get your KFC fire log ahead of time. As soon as it comes out, guys, I don't even know if I want the fire log or if I just want the 12 herbs and spices, uh, candle that they make 11 (laughs) herbs and spices candle. I don't think they make that anymore. I think that was only for, it's like 40 bucks on eBay right now. 
Really? So terrible. You know, Eddie Van Halen died. He would have liked porn. He oh, liked we forgot to talk news. about the fact that Eddie Van Halen died. Beep, beep, we boop, we boop, jumped boop, right over that boop, whole story. Boop, boop. We jumped over it. <laughs> That's when I jump. He's running with the devil now. <laughs> oh, is he? <sighs> um, I have a little bit of uh, for Morningwood Gluttony, Gluttony Club Morningwood. Are you saying for crossover. Morningwood you're hot for teacher? Oh yeah! I love right. it. Do you actually have something for Morningwood? I do. It's a Morningwood Gluttony Club crossover. Okay, let's hear it. So uh, I see a picture of a mimosa or something. <laughs> it's called a porn star martini. Oh, the porn martini. A porn star martini is a cold passion fruit flavored cocktail with vanilla vodka. Oh. Passion fruit juice, oh. lime juice. It's got passion. Yeah, dude. It's mm. very passionate. And, and of course, you got to have a little bit of a chilled shot glass of Prosecco. Now, I actually don't like martini glasses. I love martinis. I know what you're thinking. Chuck Thompson, you like chilled vodka, and I do. Chuck Thompson, you like to eat olives at bars and you get hammered. I also like to do that. It's, it's Chuck two Thompson, things you're known for. It's olives, <laughs> your proclivity for olives, and uh, your... You're drinking martinis. And the main ingredient is something I actually have a hard time finding on island. It's Passoa, which is a passion fruit liqueur made in France. You'd think they'd be making this more in Hawaii. Aren't we, like, have the passion fruits and stuff here? It's a passion fruit liqueur? Yep. So not only is there vanilla vodka, actual passion fruit juice, actual lime juice, with a shot of Prosecco, but there's passion fruit flavored liqueur. We have a passion fruit rum, which is really good for making... Like my ties and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's good for it's good for mixing with passion fruit. Pog also kind of ties into Morningwood, huh? Well, it definitely puts the cock in concoction. It certainly does. So more about porn star martinis on a website I totally own, BiscuitWars.com. That sound can mean one thing and one thing only. It must be time for Biscuits and or Gravy News. That's right. Biscuits and or Gravy News is brought to us by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. Biscuits and or gravy news is brought to you by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotine. Ooh, this might be popular really soon. Oh, yeah. Guys, stock up for Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. And also by Jim Croce's Spice Rack when you need to keep time in a bottle. (laughs) Oh, and Lincoln's Links. (laughs) Abe Lincoln loves sausage, and you will too. Get thinking. Get Lincoln. Nice. What do you got for biscuit and or gravy news today, bro? Well, Chuck, are you familiar with a cronut? Of course I'm familiar with a cronut. Do you have the same Google alerts that I do? It's 2020 year of the biscuit. It is right the year here of the biscuit. KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. You got it dialed into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Maui's number two radio program. Yeah. We're talking biscuit <laughs> news in the morning. Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. Take a biscuit seat. What's on your gravy mind? Have a biscuit seat. What's on your gravy mind? Funny this for the biscuits, biscuits and gravy, gravy news. Comes directly from lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Meryl Streep's Street Sweepers. They'll clean up in hours. And also by, by Paul Simon's Insane Asylum. Still crazy after all these years? Do you feel your sanity slip sliding away? I love it. Now I know Paul today's Simon's show was insane a little bit asylum. unorthodox. We're doing our little segments a little out of order. We're still going to finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. <sighs> right before that we're going to dive into uh, Vince watching a lot of TV. Oh yeah. But first... Spoiler alert. We got a lot to talk about for spoiler alert, my Being friend. Being a nonprofit educational radio show right here in the heart of the Valley Island, 
We need to relay to the world all the good news that the mainstream media forgets, okay? They're trying to brainwash you. Of course. Now, we know we hate washing here in the Biscuits and Gravy Show. So that's why we want to bring to you the best of the biscuit news with Vince Bodie. Chuck never washes his brain. No, never washed her brain. Never have, never will. All right, so let me pick Not up. one of those L.A. types with Allow her me to froofy pick doofy up soaps. Where I left off. Sorry. Are you familiar with cronuts? <laughs> Am I familiar with cronuts? Biscuits and or gravy news is brought to us by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. <laughs> Trust your logins. The logins. Don't let your privacy be in the danger zone. <laughs> Cronuts. Oh, okay, do you hear this? <laughs> oh, we're getting more. Uh, I've just been more, more our, Somebody from the typing pool just handed me an update. Chuck, are you familiar with cronuts? <laughs> you know what, Vince? R- remind me what cronuts are. A cronut is a delicious invention that somebody came up with. It's a mix between a a, a croissant and a donut. Ooh. So it's like a donut, but it's it's lighter, it's fluffier, it's flakier, it's buttery. Uh-huh. Well, buttery is is the main part. Of and croissants. Uh, and when people when the the guy first came up with the cronut, the place where he worked at, the, it was sold out. There's lines around the block. Yep. So ever since then, people were looking for the next delicious portmanteau uh, snack item. That's right. And, and the ship has sailed right into portmanteau because now <laughs> we've got biscuits. It's my favorite port. It's my favorite port. Especially <laughs> <laughs> I love port wine and I love portmanteau. Ooh, baby. Um. <laughs> Also, it is it is October, which is which is this most the most spectacular season, most spectacular time of the year, and this is where we see the it's most. It's also Biscuit Awareness Month. <laughs> Hope you got your ribbons out for so, Biscuit Awareness Month. So, all right, so we have a cronut. We got a cronut, bro. It's croissants, now, it's donuts, it's delicious. A pastry chef in Virginia came up with something that blew my mind. <laughs> it's called the Bonut. Of course. B-E-A-U-N-U-T. And of course- <gasps> Biscuit is, donut. It is a cross between a biscuit and a donut. I got biscuits. I got donuts. Which I got to say, like- I got biscuits. Who could ask for anything more? Like, first of all, imagine how delicious a biscuit is already. I got donuts in and, Green Meadows. And think about how delicious donuts are. I know. Now- And tonight is the night where two become one. Now, uh, he did have- uh, you're probably wondering what kind of flavors they're doing on the the biscuit donut. It's plaguing me, Vincent Fodi. What kind of flavors do they have on the bonut? Well, they are doing like this is hot off the press, bro. <laughs> hot off the griddle, biscuits and gravy press. All right, hold on, pause. And I'd like to thank our interns for finding this information out for us today. And I want to thank some of our underwriters, like Benedict Cumberbatch's blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. Right. We're talking bonuts here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU. What are these fine flavors we got going on for Bonuts, Vincent Fodi? Uh, now, as we know, Bonuts are crispy on the outside with an almost cake-like interior. Oh, yeah. And uh, they are doing the Bonuts with, because it's in Virginia, they're doing sort of like Southern-style flavors, like mm-hmm. banana pudding with Nilla wafers. I don't know if that's Southern, but I dig it. I know. I've always thought that banana pudding and Nilla wafers was sort of universal, but apparently that's more. it was sort of a Southern origin. Ooh. Uh, they also are doing a Mississippi mud pie. Well, okay, and a, nailing it on the head. And a cheer wine glaze. Ooh. So, so really good southern flavors. I wonder if they do like a like a gravy flavored frosting. What do you think? Oh my goodness! Do you think like something like that exists, like a gravy frosting? I don't see or a so great or a gravy glaze. So you got hold on. Let's go. Let's a glaze. Let's take off our tinfoil hats and put on our thinking caps for this one. 
Do you still How? have your tinfoil hat on? It's hot in here, dude. I'm radiating. <laughs> okay. I want the lizard people to get inside of my brain, even though I broadcast what's in my brain nationally. Right. Of course. Yeah. Oh, my lordy. <sighs> so much goodness. Now, they got to figure out how to. All right. Maybe what they got to do is they got to freeze gravy and put it in the middle. They got to make like mini donuts, but like donut holes, but bonut holes, right? Right. So like more like a, a large malasada. You know, like a testicular can- right. like cancer. Well, you, know? you can you can just get regular gravy and then like put it in a pipette, pipe pipe it in first. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm going the other route. I'm thinking frozen gravy on the inside, then you deep fry it. Then you deep fry it, and then the gravy heats up. No, I'm but, thinking more like a Boston cream donut, where you just have a big old big old round donut, and you take your without your, a your, hole. You take your gravy pipe. You take your gravy. <laughs> you take your gravy pipe, <laughs> May, because here comes a gravy. Pipe. You take your gravy pipe. You put it in there, and you fill it up with some gravy. Now, oh, you, you yeah. would have to make it like creamier, so you'd have to do either yes, a, you would a thicker gravy, or mm. maybe add some like uh, corn syrup or mm. cornstarch to it to kind of thicken it up a little bit yeah. or maybe just make it more on the flowery side so it's like a thick gravy. you know what call me crazy though i think a sawmill gravy would go inside a biscuit oh donut. my god inside, inside a bonut? like a, a maple biscuit bonut a maple biscuit bonut yeah with, some, with paula dean slave gravy with on the inside. paula dean slave gravy on the inside <laughs> i'm so upset that they took it why didn't they just change the name they shouldn't have taken it off the market it was so delicious <laughs> So this is in Richmond. And that's uh, Paladine Slave Gravy. Yakety yak, don't come back. <laughs> uh, so if you're in the Richmond area, which means all of our politicians right now yep, are in the are, Richmond area. If, <laughs> if you're a congressperson also, and, and you have lots COVID, of time off. If you're going to go anywhere, Richmond. Uh, uh, yeah, that's probably not. Can the, COVID be the new guillotine? Can we just <laughs> please, for the love of God? Well, yeah, it's just indiscriminately killing conservatives, not necessarily rich Except people. as we all know, COVID's the opposite of a guillotine. It actually is more likely to kill the disenfranchised. Ah, COVID. Yeah. Ah, too bad. Today's show is presented in part by Cindy Crawford's Mole Sauce. You got a little something on your face. Ooh, what if gravy and mole together? Hmm? A grole sauce? A grole? Dave Grohl's grole sauce. <laughs> For the best Today's- mole and gravy. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy's Irons. And also by Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a hoax-sized appetite. appetite. All right, you ready to wow, get into the nuts really and the bolts We're really going of off the rails today on the biscuits and gravy train. We have so much to cover, Chuck. I can't believe we haven't even gotten to spoiler alert. The yet. next up on the gravy train today is... <laughs> spoiler alert! With Vincent Fodi. Vincent Fodi, you... Take one for the team, bro. You challenge yourself more than you've ever challenged yourself before Mm -hmm. to watch more TV, watch more movies, take in more entertainment for us. And then you're like a Watcher's Digest. I'm like, you relay the information for I'm us. I'm like the Reader's Digest for television where I, I spend 12 hours a day watching TV. Yes. And then I condense everything that I've learned down into bite-sized portions for you guys to to recommend good stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. So, all right, this week on Spoiler Alert, let's talk about I saw the new Bill and Ted movie. Did you? I did. Have you seen the other ones recently? I, well, describe recently. I didn't grow up watching them. They weren't on my VHS. I mean, really? I yeah, I didn't. I mean, wow. like, I'm aware of their existence, but. You know, I didn't really, you know. Wow. See, I was a huge Bill and Ted fan when I was a kid. So 
Um, I was very well versed in the first one. Of course. Hadn't seen the second one. That they got a good Socrates joke right through it. That many times. Good I haven't gag. seen the second one where they go to hell as many times. Yeah. But I have seen it uh, a couple times. But um, I did want to see the third one because, you know, I'm, I'm a big Keanu Reeves fan. The hugest. And uh, I support all of the trilogies that Keanu Reeves has been in, like The Matrix. Yes. Or. <laughs> or Spring, fall, summer, and autumn in New York. <laughs> autumn in New York. One, two, and three. Uh, and so I did want I did want to check out the newest movie. And uh, if you're a Bill and Ted fan, you pro- it's probably exactly what you were expecting. Uh, it 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 kind of sums up the uh, the trilogy nicely. Wraps everything and they up. they have kids in it, yeah. They do have kids. So are there kids like stoners? So we know that that Which Bill I want to be Bill Where, and Ted were supposed to write a song that would unite the entire world. And that's the theme of the other biscuits and gravy movie. It's not like a stoner comedy with George Garland or anything. Right. And then um, in the newest movie, it it picks up with them years later and they're kind of all washed up as musicians and they still haven't written. (laughs) Love it. They still haven't written the love it, love it, love it. The world uniting song. So now the pressure is is starting to um, starting to build a little bit Mm. and they're supposed to do it by a certain time. And then we find out that. Because of all the time travel and everything, if they don't write this song, the fabric of of reality is going to unravel. Because we all know that the fabric of time is very sensitive. And uh, we do. And if you want have, to undo that sweater, you just got to not write a song. Bill and Ted also have two daughters in the movies, and they are also big music fans. And uh, it's sort of the the adventures of them and the two daughters and what happens to them and how they do they finally write the song. Yes, they do. Oh, spoiler alert with Vincent Vody. They wrote the song. They wrote the song and they saved the universe. I and saw another movie this morning alert, about a father with two daughters. It wasn't Bill and Ted who was supposed to write the song. It was their daughters oh, who were supposed to write the song. Whoa, little Socrates Plato going on right there, huh? Socrates. Socrates. I love that joke, dude. I love that joke. So I give it I give it uh, three out of five biscuits. I give it three Ted's out of four Ted's. <laughs> Um, Wait, that, three out of five biscuits or three out of four biscuits? I'll give it. I'll give it three out of four biscuits. All right. Yeah, it's just bumped up a little bit there. The biscuit bump. It's not great, but it it was kind of goofy, kind of some silly parts. If you're a fan of the Bill and Ted franchise, it's pretty much what you're expecting it to be. I mean, can you say the other ones are spot on? Also, when you rewatch funny movies from I don't know the '80s or not, how long ago? This it's just was? a fun, goofy movie, yeah. and uh, if if you like the old Bill and Ted movies, check it out. It's definitely worth watching. Three out of four mm. biscuits. Hmm. Now, you had something for Spoiler Alert as well? Yes. Um, what did you watch? So, I've been watching a lot of Cake Wars. Okay. And, uh, again, I don't know how they're getting away with the, calling this stuff food. That's one of the things. Like, did you ever see that when they make something, they're like, this guy made a giant octopus, a kraken, out of chocolate. And but then, like, But then when you what? watch them make it, they're using a type of chocolate that's inedible. Yeah, fondant. So, yeah, and, and they're using all this fondant and stuff like that. And it's like, um, what? Like, if if you're going to make something that's inedible, just use clay or something like that. Yeah. Not Don't waste all this chocolate. It's and like making a sandcastle out of Don't tempt pipe. me by telling me you made something out of chocolate, but then tell me that I can't eat it. Now, the real competition would be make something out, and then you have to eat the whole thing. Your whole team has to be able to make and eat all of it and then season two could be like one of those weight watcher tv shows have you ever seen the japanese game show 
where they put them in a room and something in the room is, is made, edible. Is made yeah. out of chocolate. And they have to go around biting stuff in their room. Biting rooms like of, shoes and bookcases and stuff. <laughs> to find out the one thing that's made out of chocolate. Biting. I want to be on that show. That's a great show. <laughs> I do so, that around my house sometimes. That's what I, I've been watching a lot of that. Just bite random stuff just to make yeah. sure it's not chocolate. Um, you know, I do want to bring up South Park uh, had a new, and we wanted to talk about this today too. South Park. South Park had a quarantine. They did a one-hour pandemic special. Yep. I would give that two out three, of four biscuits. I would give it three out of four biscuits. It wasn't three, the third biscuit has a bite out of it there, for sure. There was some, <laughs> there was some things that I would have liked to have seen. Like Cartman, of course, likes the whole thing because he likes social quarantine. Yeah, he has like the six foot pole the whole time. He's walking around and pushing people away with the six foot pole. He's he, happy that he doesn't have to go. He to school. does what I do when I have to do KAKU Zoom meetings, which is like fake. It not working. And it then just, just puts up a picture of himself and then walks leaves. away. So yep. he does love it. He also sings a whole musical number about how he loves social distancing at so the beginning. I was really torn on whether I wanted to see this fleshed out in three episodes or if they maybe should have just condensed it into one. I feel like they kind of left one a episode? little bit. The, yeah, like, I don't know, no, I think man. It was the, I think it was the right amount of time. Did because, you? I mean, it's it, it was also just a placeholder because they can't make – they can't make South Park episodes right now, so it's just something to, just something to appease us and appease themselves. Because I, <sighs> I was, I know one of, one of the reasons that they made it was just because they missed their old lives of yeah. of the daily grind of making South Park, and um, I think it was just something that they wanted to do just because they were bored. Also, now spoiler alert: the end of it, the president who's very orange, they finally are like about to figure out how to cure it. And he drops in and flame throws he the pangolin. He flame throws a pangolin that, that held the secret to the cure, um, which is kind of satirizing how Donald Trump has kind of been impeding the progress of us beating the virus. I don't know why you're saying that with any questioning tone. He's totally eating it. <laughs> Even after Donald Trump's like started being on the the COVID medicine, well, South he's Park like, tries to not take a stance. The God but they is do so satirize. beautiful, and God is fixing all my problems. No, you dumb dumb. It's science. What's even funnier is that, uh, re- as ridiculous as South Park is, yeah, reality is old, has been one upping South Park as of just late. Just like the biscuits and gravy, and, and of course they, of course, like. A day after the South Park pandemic special, a then day. we find out that Trump gets COVID, I know. which is just even more hilarious and even more ridiculous than I can't wait to see South Trump Park. have COVID in South Park. Um, that would be it would be uh, Mr. Garrison yep. is the presidential stand in for Donald Trump. Um, so if you haven't seen it, check out the South Park one hour pandemic special. Um, oh, saw uh, the first episode of Fargo. I think there's three oh, episodes. There's three out episodes now. out so far. Also, I upgraded to Hulu, and I'll totally give you my password. There's no commercials. And uh, I am a big fan of the first couple seasons of Fargo, and we know that there's a lot of like crossover. And yeah, I think in season two, the Fargo people have um, they. They kind of have a little bit of a war with the Kansas City Mafia. Yep. And who are in season Italians. four, in season four of Fargo, we see that Kansas City Mafia is involved, and the whole story takes place in Kansas City, mm-hmm. not Fargo. 
but it'll tie so, in. So it's probably going to tie in. There's one girl, the nurse, she's for, actually from Fargo. Oh, they, they're going to tie it in, bro. Now, so far, I got to say, I actually, I always change up my mind on which Fargo season I like the most. I think it's season one. I So as I'm rewatching, Fargo, as I'm watching Fargo season four, I'm reminiscing the most about season one. And season one, Billy uh, Bob season Thornton one is had so good. an all-star cast, just like season four is an all-star cast, right? Right. But season one is so good. And also, season two has Kirsten Dunst, but she's... And, but, and, she's but you hate the, Kirsten Dunst, so it's great. She's a great person to hate. Yeah, but also, Kirsten Dunst used to be hot back in the Spider-Man days. Now she's, uh, she's got a little cushion for the pushing. perception of hot has changed. Oh, really? <laughs> really? It's not saying. Kirsten Dunst that has changed. It is our perception we of Kirsten Dunst. We grew up Jones. differently. I never thought Kirsten Dunst was hot. You never thought Kirsten Dunst was hot? No. Not even in the Spider-Man movies? I would actually rather make out with Toby than her. To- any- <laughs> well, now. Now, of course. <laughs> now, obviously, I would rather actually, I'd rather make out, with, make out with him in Cedar House He has rules. aged like a fine wine. Oh, my God. Oh, and <sighs> also Charlize Theron. Oh, my Lord. In the Cedar House rules, you get to see some nice Charlize Theron butt. Dude. Fully exposed. Follow that off with some reindeer games, bro. You got front and back, side to side. And that's when Gary Sinise, what is this, the Sinise Valise? All righty. All right, so Fargo, all the seasons of Fargo available on Hulu now. Uh, season four has been airing week to week, so check that out. Yeah, Chris Rock's in it. Jason Chris Schwartzman. Rock, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, is Jason Schwartzman Jewish in real life? I would he think is, so, right? He's Italian in it, but there's a big thing about all the families switch. They do like a little sun switch in the movie. Right. And also, we know that Italians can pass for Jews and vice versa. Well, it's one thing that I've learned the hard way. Oh, yeah, Vincent Fotesky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, season two of The Boys is on Amazon right now. I'm not watching it. I don't know. Which is really good. Spoiler alert. It turns out that uh, superheroes aren't born. They're made. In this universe. And then it turns out, yeah, exactly. And you find that out that Compound V is something that makes superheroes. And then there's a, a new superhero... <laughs> chick who's like kind of like gothy mm, chick i want to compound her and then it turns out she's an old superhero that was racist and she kind of fell oh, off the map and never mind she reinvented herself see I so she hearing... so she's actually a nazi and her and homelander are like nazis oh, together now wow well proud girl stand back <laughs> stand your, back and stand time stand down and stand by your time is nigh <laughs> All right, See, Vince Foti, you keep telling me that all this good stuff is on is on Amazon, but I want to fight the power, and I'm supposed to hate Jeff Bezos. Uh, there's and th- my girlfriend's always buying stuff on Amazon. Just and you're always watching stuff on Amazon. Just I'm pirate. surrounded by anything you got- that's on Amazon Prime. Just pirate it because oh, Amazon okay. Prime has like three good things on it. One of which is the boys. The other is the marvelous Miss Maisel, and. Um, the Expanse is is decent. I tried pirating it, but it's hard to watch with one eye closed. <laughs> Yar. Yar be terrible. That jokes. joke has a lot of depth. Okay. Oh my now, God. now let's talk about let's talk about where the the real mother load is. HBO. Ugh, God, HBO. H- HBO so Max. Good. By the way, we were talking about South Park. It's you not know, TV. It's H- HBO. HBO Max not only owns all the South Park, but they also like remastered uh, in HD all the old episodes of South Park. So as much as I mean, so I do have all the old episodes in their original form, but it is nice to watch the old episodes and they look super like sharp and uh, the color's not blown out. And I like the the nitty gritty of them. I like it also. That's why I'm glad that the old the old version still exists, but 
if you watched some of the older seasons on HBO Max, they've re- they've remastered them. They look really great. So, hmm. but don't throw out your old South Park DVDs because they're still pretty good. Also, um, what else? Raised by Wolves. Have season not one finale. Into it. Pretty. Oh, it's already over. The season one finale. How many episodes was it? Uh, ten. Oh, what? And it turns out that. Uh, There's no concept of time anymore, Vincent Foti. It's so ter- crazy. It turns out there was some sort of alien that pred- that preceded the human showing up on there. So Clearly. it looks like it might pr- it might tie into Prometheus somehow. Uh, dude, I think I was the only one that liked Prometheus, and I know Charlize Theron was not in it, but she should have been, and she was still good. I just don't think movie. anybody understood what Prometheus was about. That's like any movie. I just love it. It's um, so good. Lovecraft Country has been. Pretty good week to Again, week. Again, definitely turning into. I think each episode is almost more stylized, though, too, where like there's some episodes that are really purely like adventure shows and like different formats. And I right, feel it almost a lot feel, of homages. To, it to it almost feels like films. every episode is like is like its own kind of little story, mm-hmm. but then they wove it all together somehow. Yeah. So it almost feels like these little horror movie vignettes that are somehow tied together it with an overarching story. It turns out that story. the hot blonde dude was also the hot blonde girl. Right. And they're railing everybody. And they, they, they can give you some sort of potion that you drink, and it turns you into, like, a white person. And or then, a different person. And then, like, in a couple hours, and then, like, the next day, all your skin peels off and you're back to if the If you same don't take again. your potion, it's like... If you don't take your potion. A cocoon. It actually just looks like they're pooping themselves, though. Kind of. It's not great, but it's it's supposed to be a gory show. But also, uh, Omar from The Wire. Turns out he was gay in Lovecraft Country. Also. Oh, dude! Spoiler that scene alert. where he spits into his hand. Oh, lordy! <laughs> a rough. So, but Omar, no, no stranger to playing homosexuals on HBO. No. Also, uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen Euphoria, we know Zendaya won the Emmy for Best Acting for Not Best Actress in Euphoria. a Drama. I have been smoking a lot of opium lately, though. So, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. It's only eight episodes. The first episode I didn't like, but then it 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 finds its footing. So, it's definitely worth a watch. High maintenance. If you haven't seen High Maintenance, definitely watch High Maintenance. I'm watching a horror psychological thriller miniseries starring Jude Law of Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The Law's on your side. Yep. That's called the third day. That's the oh. one that I said was um, it was sort of like it was sort of like the Wicker Man. Oh yeah, a friend of the show. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was like the Wicker Man, but like if it was updated for today and it was a like a British Jude Law miniseries. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I've watched three episodes is, so wait, far. Is Jude Law British in re- in real life? I believe so. Oh, I have no idea. That's so crazy. Love gravy. I gotta say. I've watched three episodes of it so far. I don't think I like it. Oh, okay. Now, it's one of those things you, that I keep finish it. I keep watching it, and then every time I finish it, I'm like, I don't think I like this. I don't even finish shows I like. You're crazy. <laughs> Let alone shows that you don't like. Yeah. So only three. I'm kind of glad it's only six episodes because I only have three more episodes to watch. In the Great British Bake Off, they all had to quarantine <laughs> together. And they, really, yeah, they did. So they're all in Quarantineville in the rural countryside. And they bake a lot of biscuits and a lot mm. of sponge. Well, that sounds delicious. And a lot of meringue. All right. On Netflix, I'm sure you have Netflix, check. Oh, the most amount. You should be watching Schitt's Creek. Yo, There's so, like five seasons dude, they of it. won like all the Emmys. They like swept the Emmys. 
Um, I this was a show I was definitely sw- sleeping on, and I was like, "Hold on, a thirty-minute sitcom? I thought America was over this because most American sitcoms are garbage for garbage people." And Looking at you, tur- Big Bang Theory. Turns out Americans are over it because yep. this is a Canadian sitcom. I think yep. everybody in it is Canadian. The new one that's gonna hit the way is uh like Corner Gas Station or Corner. There's another Canadian show that's about to get super hot. Really? Is yeah. that is that about um? Billy Carter. Damn, I don't know. Do you know anything about uh, Billy Carter? No. We'll, we'll have to talk after is that the show. like Billy Irish? Uh, never mind. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, and What's oh, that? also, Hell on Wheels is on Netflix. And spoiler alert, Common comes back for one episode. Remember, he, I told you I that he, he died, died at the end of season three. Turns out he didn't die. They bring him back for one episode. He's and like the comic gold, and then they kill him again. Uh, Which I don't. Why kill somebody and bring him back for one episode just to kill him again? It, it seemed like. He had like one more episode that he had to do for his contract, and they forgot about it. So they're <laughs> like, "Oh, you're not going to get paid entirely unless you come back for one more episode or something." Oh lord! I don't know why they did that, but spoiler alert: Common didn't die, but then he did die again. So what, do they have a zombie theme? How do they bring him back if they kill him? Um, well, they they just implied that he was dead, but then they they show that um they show him like waking up after we already thought he was dead uh, why do they do that in movies i don't know it would have been okay if they brought him back for reals but they didn't they just brought him back to kill him again which didn't make any sense Ugh, but like overall hell on wheels great show highly recommend it mm-hmm. a lot of swearing in these show titles like hell on wheels and shit's creek i don't know if you can say it on the radio but, no, but it both... is spelled s-c-h-i-t-t so, Tony, don't get mad. Don't get mad, DJ Tony Two Tugs. We the, love you. The FCC won't let us be, baby. Buy oh. a Spam with a B and a, a packet of coconut water on me. And one more thing to mention for spoiler alert to wrap it all up. I watched a movie. We've been talking a lot about Lovecraft. Yes. There's a Lovecraft story called Color Out of Space about this weird, like, purple meteorite that crashes into Earth. And then it, like, atomizes and everything starts turning weird and purple. And, um... It's this really creepy. I was just imagining everyone turning into like Adam. It's like this weird, creepy, psychological kind of horror movie. Yeah. And uh, Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage. He's the main character. He's the dad. Um, So it's. Oh, I just saw a new Nick Cage movie. Sorry to interrupt. I'll I'll interrupt you again later. Oh, is it the one where they jujitsu aliens? No. What's that one? Oh, so there's a movie coming out where uh, Earth has to. Have a jujitsu match with aliens like Love every it. every ten years or something like that. Love it. And so Nicolas Cage plays a jujitsu fighter who has to fight aliens. Clearly, that movie hasn't come out yet, but it's uh it's pending. All right, so I saw a movie with Nick Cage called Primal, where Nick Cage likes to steal exotic animals from their natural habitat, and then while he's on the ship smuggling into some country, they realize that they're trying to smuggle a prisoner into the country too Hmm. and the prisoner gets loose and lets the uh lion or tiger or whatever they can't make up their mind the storyline's not succinct this is weird because he's also playing joe exotic the tiger king yes in in the upcoming movie maybe this is a prefaces for the role or something (laughs) so it's just him like and it's primal and he's hunting both people in it so spoiler alert he catches the bad guy in the slip trap but the lion or tiger or bear is oh my he gets in the cage and they become friends the oh. cage is friends at the cage hey that's why they call him nick cage i like my action movies the way i like my eggs cage free <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, you got anything else for a spoiler alert? No, I watch just pumpkin carving competitions all If the you want to watch a, a weird psychological horror thriller movie starring Nick Cage, watch Mandy. I tried I, to watch Mandy. They're making me pay for it, Vincent Foti. I do. I got to say, I did like Color Out of Space because I'm a big Lovecraft fan. What's that on? But Mandy was... Mandy. I don't even, I don't even know, man. Nicholas Cage is making all these like B movies. He's the king of the B movies. <laughs> and so there's some of them. In more are, ways than some one. Some of them are hard to find, but I'll put Mandy on a flash drive or something for Mandy. you. Mandy. So I don't even know what that is. Mm. All righty. Right. So, Yelling uh, over each other all the time was presented in part by Selma Hayek's Kayaks. Paddle from dusk till dawn. Selma Hayek's Kayaks for when you need. Across the river. river. Spoiler alert was brought to us by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. Spoiler alert was presented in part by Kate Hudson's perfume. If you want to smell like the Hudson, <laughs> the best way to lose a guy in ten days is Kate Hudson's perfume. Her perfumes are almost famous. <laughs> it's also by John Ham's pork products. If it's not ham, it's, it's not, not pork. pork. <laughs> Oh, oh right, what a what a fun morning we had here on the Biscuits you ready, and Gravy you Show. You ready to wrap it up, Chuck? I'm ready to wrap it up, baby. All oh, right. speaking of wrap it up, I did find out there is a company called Snake Skin Condoms, and we'll talk about that more next week. <laughs> is it? That's from like four episodes ago. Are they actually ago. made out of snake skin? No, they're just different names like Cobra and Anaconda, and mm. we'd probably wear like the Asp. You know, mm. Wait, isn't isn't Mamba the name of the extra small condoms? I never heard of it. I right, see. So <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you all about it, Chuck. My Magnum Dong. <laughs> yeah, because like they have Magnums, which are large condoms. You know, they're really not that for, much larger for people though. who are very well endowed. No, and then you have your normal your normal size, but they also have a small size condom called which Durex. That has to be <laughs> that has to be embarrassing buying those at the store. I don't. I you know. There's there's no amount of other side things that you can that you, you can know, purchase. It's more embarrassing that can cover is up the having fact children. So we go go for that one. Yeah, right. but yeah, I believe it's called Mamba, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. All right, you ready to get in and chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo? The most amount. Chuck, chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo is presented in part by <laughs> Matt Damon's exorcisms. Need to get out the demons. Get out the demons. <laughs> And listeners <laughs> like you. <laughs> All right. Our first question comes from Dina in Rochester, New York. Ooh, hey East Coast, East Coast. Hey, Dina. Dina wants to know, who invented the airplane? Uh, the Wright Brothers, of course. The Wright Brothers, of course. And yeah. I'll give you a bonus point if you can name the, the Wright Brothers. Orville and Wilbur. That is absolutely correct. Orville and Wilbur, the Wright she Brothers. Who? Right, of course. All right, our second question. And they launched from uh, Sadie Hawkins Point, right? <laughs> it was Kitty Hawk. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Sadie Hawkins is the Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah, see, the hill asked them to fly. So. <laughs> <laughs> our second question comes from Mike in San Dimas, California. Mike wants to know, who directed the movie Jaws? Oh, my God. Courtney Jaws. Which takes in the places in the fictional island, but was filmed on Martha's Vineyard. It was filmed on Martha's Vineyard. Uh, and the reason the movie is so popular is because the animatronic shark shark actually failed a lot. His name, by the way, Bruce. Oh, nice. Bruce the shark, of course. And so that was re the reason why you don't see the shark as much, which actually ended up building the suspense, mm -hmm. much to the chagrin of... Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg is absolutely correct. That was uh, one of his first big, big movies. Uh-huh. Um, that was and his first big And speaking of big, big, 
his adopted what was his stepdaughter first movie? does was it like porn. The Hitchhiker or something like that. Do you remember? Was Indiana Jones before? Apple? No, I think no. Jaws. Jaws was definitely first. All right, our third question is always a sports question because, as we know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Our third question comes from Brian in Haiku, and Brian wants to know. Brian in Maui Meadows. Brian wants to know who won the Stanley Cup. As we know, the Stanley Cup finals um, just happened. The Stanley Cup. Who won the Stanley Cup? Which is lacrosse? <laughs> Um, the, the what sport is the Stanley <laughs> Cup the prize for? Okay, um, now, who won the Stanley Cup? Who's the Bruins? The, <laughs> I think the last time I asked you a hockey question, the answer was the, the Bruins. The answer was the Bruins. All right, can, is it the Red Hawks? Is it the Red Devils? The Red Hawks and the Red Devils are both not, not hot hockey teams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, the Atlanta Hawks, which is a basketball team, and mm. then there's the Jersey Devils. Okay. Not the Red Devils. Mm. The answer was the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Tampa Bay Lightning won the How Stanley Cup. How dumb is this sport that someone from Florida can win? What the hell's going on? Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are a big, uh, also, Tampa a big Bay, rival of the Philadelphia They're Flyers. just pumping so much money into the sports. But you, you, you got Tampa Bay wrong, Chuck, but you did get two out of three. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Oh, thanks for coming into the Biscuits and Gravy show today. Home-cooked conversation. Vincent Fody, I'll see you next week. Same biscuit time, same gravy place. And I want to remind all our listeners out there that uh, fight the powers that be. Stay educated. Be the change you want to see in the world. So Gandhi said. Watch a lot of pornography. And uh, from me to you, alone.